pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world of Erois, run by Dungeon Master Mark Sherlock Humes, with me, Tom, playing Kelek Adkalad, Cleric Wizard. Hi, I'm Rhiannon, I'm playing Sentry, I am a Guardian Paladin. I am Chris Trot, I am playing Lucius Viren Elowin Elinastio, and I am a High Elf Sorcerer. Hi, I'm Katie, I'm playing Ayla, a Wild Elf Barbarian. And I'm Kim, I'm playing Nova, who is an Air Ganassi, and she is a Hexblade Warlock. Thanks to our regular sponsor, D&D Beyond, the official Dungeons & Dragons toolset. Create your free account and speed up your campaigns today. So, Lucius... What are you actually doing? Like you want to, you want to, you want. So you want to go down with the crew, um, and this can take place. This is going to take place over days. This isn't just like a one and done thing. So do you start going down and trying to join them in their, you know, their drinking, their gambling, their roughhousing? Is that the kind of thing you you, you try and insert yourself into I'm Kamala's try crew and just integrate and see what they get up to and kind of go along with it for a bit detox and also understand the social etiquette of wolves. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Get okay. a bit rough and ready. Ask Probably... them where they hide 10 gold coins. Where they hide 10 gold coins, yeah. Top of my list. So, I think that what we're going to have here, and does anybody want to join Lucius in God, this? God, I think no. I will after I've written my letter. Okay. I had to scrap the wolves, that'd tear me to shreds. <laughs> so, so, well, you don't necessarily have to join in the fighting. You could join in in, like, the gambling or, like, the just getting to know them. Like, this is an opportunity to, like, you know, this is a great time. You have this crew, and the wolf pack so far have just been doing their job. They've not really been interacting with you. You've been off doing adventures and things like that. Um, but there is this distance. There is this kind of, like, you are, they just see you as, like, yeah, you're the guys who have this airship and you pay us. Um, there's no camaraderie necessarily. Uh, they're just professionals in what they do. Um, with the other, with the unskilled hirelings, it's a little bit different. Um, they tend to be a little bit more infused. Um, Penny is a little bit dif- distant, but then Lancian is too friendly with all of you. Um, he's too eager to please. Um, is it Howard? Yeah. yeah. Howard, Howard. Howard, Lancian, Lookout and Penny. Howard is just doing his job as the cook, but he's also not really particularly good at what he does. He's just doing it because there's nothing else for him to do. Um, and you don't really have a good bead on what he wants, what he's you know really about. Um, and then same with Lookout. Lookout just does his their job because that's what a Guardian does. They just do their job. Um, and Orion you know very well. So do people want to get involved? What do people want to do? I mean, how busy are like our individual jobs? Yeah, like... if I'm like tinkering yeah. away on my metal arm. So if that's what you want to do, then yeah, that would take the place of you being able to join in in all the fun, right? Because your, your day jobs, like for most of the hours of the day, it is taken up by you doing things like you would check all of the stocks, you'll check the navigation maps, make sure you're going in the right direction. Um, for Lucius, it's very much like a case of like people reporting to you and saying like, right, here's today's report on this. 
this is what the crew are up to, this is what we're doing, we've spotted several islands, do you want us to go and check them out? Nope, okay, onward we go, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, I feel like these would be my evenings, this like... Yeah, this is the thing. And like for Nova, you're still needed to check the Ethereum engine, right? You're the only one who really knows how it works. Um, and it works, but there are sometimes where the, the the wolf pack come rushing to you, and they're like, "Miss Nova, Miss Nova, it's making a weird noise. Uh, we don't know what to do." And like, you have to go in, and you're like, go in and check it, and you're like, "Oh yeah, it's making a bit of a clanging sound." And you check some of the pipes, bang, bang, bang. You're like, "Yeah, it's probably just got like some condensed Ethereum in it yeah. somewhere. It's probably fine." And they're like, "Okay." And then like the next day, they're like, "Miss Nova, Miss Nova, it's gone red." And like they don't know what red means. And so like there's little things like that where they're constantly running to you. And then Sentry is like, I believe morale officer is kind of like what you were assigned. The crew get bored, right? You're constantly having to come up with things for them to do so they don't just fight and drink all the time. Like, what do you have an idea of what Sentry might come up with? I have a pan flute. (laughs) So you just like go around like playing music. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that like you probably get like a little impromptu band going when things are quiet because people like Howard, he's busy for like lunch, breakfast and dinner. The rest of the time he has nothing to do. So he kind of like, he's got like a little drum. And yeah, well, he's got like a little drum. Like he's got this little kind of tambourine, like little bass drum. And you and him play music and you kind of like prant and you go around on the deck and the crew fucking love it. Like they're just like, yay, play that one again. Play our favorite song. Um, And you've got like one. Solving songs and stuff. Yeah, and I think like, you know, Howard's job is kind of simple. He just yeah. has to keep the beats. So, like, you teach him a, a few little bits, and he seems pretty happy with that, that he gets to do something a bit more fun and, and like, take time during the day. Um, but maybe also, like, you help Howard pick out what dinner, like, mo- like menus to have and things like that from the supplies, yeah. making sure that it has enough variety so that it's not the same boring stuff all the time. Um, and just generally report to Lucius and Araya on, like, yeah, these guys seem like they're okay, and, oh, I talked to Penny, and she's been really quiet, and, you know, you kind of yeah. just keep everybody updated. Um, I need you to write some air shanties. Yeah, air shanties <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm doing that. Yeah. I'm doing that. I'm going to buy a recorder. I think, <laughs> I think this whole like going down with the crew in the evenings yeah. is like a I'm slipping away to do it. Okay. Like trying to not be caught by the rest of the party. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Cute. So. What do you want the focus to be? Do you want the focus to be on like rough housing and like play fighting? I think it would eventually lead to that over okay. like the course of a couple of weeks of understanding that that's what. Well, we're going to take it week by week. week so by like week, week one, week what's one, the kind like, of main goal? Just like getting to know them and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Understand what makes them tick, what excites them. Okay. Like this whole pack family thing, I'm very interested okay. in. Okay. And do you want to like splash some money to like. You I've know, got nothing. You've got no money? Okay. I've got no money. All right. Okay. So I just need you to make a straight up uh, persuasion check for me. Sure. Um, but given your nature, I think this would be with disadvantage. <laughs> oh. Oh. Can you get lower than that? I mean, I just said if you can make it. Is that with disadvantage? That's a natural one. Oh, that was a natural one. All right. So eight, yeah? Do you know what? It's surprisingly not the worst result you could get. You're lucky you're very persuasive. Plus seven, Um, yeah. So, here's the thing, right? You go down and over the week you try and insinuate, you know, you try and insert yourself into the the mentality. (laughs) (laughs) You do things like that and they kind of look at you and they're like, are you alright, Captain? Uh, Uh, Do you want to, what do you want? Hello. Hi. I've got no time and I thought, you know, I'd get Oh, right. Hang okay. out with the crew. Oh, and then they look at each other awkwardly like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're all equals here. Yeah, 
yeah, well, I mean, you're the captain, I guess. Yes. But well, do you want do you want to have a drink with us? We're, we've got like a little bit of ration, rationed ale for the... You know what? I've not had the rationed ale. You should try it? Yes, I think I will. All I'll right. have one. Sure. Uh, and they pour you out, and they've got, like, little wooden cups, and they put... And, you know, the airship is kept very clean. It, it's not filthy. It's not like a run-down tavern. Yeah. The ale is very weak, so you can kind of drink it. It's like a... What do they have out in Gamescom? Kolsch. <laughs> like, it's like a very yeah. watery, light beer, um, where you're just like, yeah, okay, it's quite nice. It's not going to get you super drunk. Would um, I feel... Like, as a high elf... Yes. I have resistances and stuff like that. Like, it's not like Lord of the Rings style Legolas, just like... No, elves don't. Uh, if you were a dwarf, yes, you, you have resistances to poison. I would give you advantages okay. on things like that. But, elves but you're just like a normal human, yeah. It depends on your constitution score, really. Okay, well, that's plus zero, I think. So, so it's like 10 or 11? Yeah. Yeah, so you've got like an average person's constitution. Oh, plus one. Okay, so you can drink, you know, you can probably have like a couple of spirits or a couple of beers. You probably would have drunk a lot of wine in, in um, or like spirits in, in the Sky Cities. Like having a wine with dinner would be oh. quite common. Mm. Um, so I probably ask that first before <laughs> the ales. Like, do you have any um, reds or whites? No, unfortunately not. We're, we're on, it's ration, sir. Um, we, we could, and they kind of get this look in their eye. They're like, "You could, we could buy some wine next time in Winport. We should have some wine down here. We've only got the beer. That's all we're allowed, but because of budgeting and stuff, that the Birdman says we're only. This is all we can afford." Quill said that. Yeah. Uh, it's probably for good reason. He's very smart. Yeah, but we could have some wine though, couldn't we? Yes, and then you'd be happier. Yeah. And then you'd like the yeah, we more. love wine, don't we, lads? Yeah, and it's like a bit of sort of See, like. This is the whole reason I'm down here yeah. to understand your needs. Perfect. What else do you want? <laughs> what I just rolled on the complications, and I don't know how I'm going to pull this off, <laughs> but it's amazing. All right, this is like the first night. Over the week, you keep going down, you sneak off, and you end up drinking way too much. Uh-oh. <laughs> like, every night they're like, come on, Gabby, have another one. And they keep pointing, and you're just not used to it. And then they start pulling out the moonshine stuff oh, that Howard's been yes. making on the sly, and this stuff hits you like an anvil. Howard. At some point, <laughs> it's tasting funny now. Very strange. And you, is you, my tongue going numb? I think it is. It's going numb, yeah. And you're starting to get to know some of the crew at this point. You know, this is after a couple of days, and you, you, you now know most of their names. Like, they all do have individual names. Nigel. <laughs> sure, one of them's called Nigel. Uh, they tend to either have human names like Nigel, or they tend to have more uh, names that kind of suit their persona, like, um, you know, like Kamara is like a more humanoid name. Some of them have names like uh, oh, yeah, I Swift. I named one, didn't I? I can't yeah. remember what it was. Um, yeah. Um, and there is, there's, and, and you begin to like notice it's with the beast walkers, they are mostly humanoid, but they have these animal traits, right? Like they've got like the wolf ears, they've got the long shaggy hair and stuff. Um, they've got like these slightly fatter, like flat noses, but they still look mostly human. They do have like tails and stuff. Um, and you begin to like get to know them and stuff like that. And, and you begin making friends, like not super close friends, but you start getting closer with them all. Um, and then... The fifth night of the week, blackout drunk. Like, <laughs> you just can't remember anything. You remember going down early evening, sneaking off, and they were already howling and getting drunk and, like, shoving each other around and having a really fucking good time. And they actually, like, Captain, yay! And they bring you down. Sea dog. Um, <laughs> 
and like sea dog, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need some, I'm gonna need a name here. I'm gonna need. Let's let me get name generator up. Um, so one of them's already called Sean. Sean. Yeah. Sean and Nigel. No, I need, Sean and Nigel I need a specific name for a specific one. Fang, Scruff, Deathwish, Scruff. Fang kind of might work. I was just gonna do a human Play name, bag. but maybe Larry. Fang. <laughs> Carl. 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 Carl Sagan. Watch out, it's me, Peter. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm so bad with names, bad so I have features. to generate one, because otherwise it'll end up like all of my other fucking characters all the goddamn time. Alessandra. Uh, yeah, it was like, <laughs> Alessandra, Everest, yeah, it's all the Aliana. <laughs> all right, yeah, calm fucking down. I was going to say, like, do all your characters have end with an A? Yeah. Kalisa. Starbana. Shut up. Hadara. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so that one of one of the Beast Walkers, um, you think you you know their name? It's like Faith or Fayeth or something like that, um, and they they take a shine to you. They, they just think you are the prettiest, knew it. fucking handsomest elf ever. <laughs> um, and she's she's kind of cute in a in a weird Beast Walker way, like you know with the ears and the tail and the long hair, but she's rough. Like, she's quite well built, and she shoves you around, and she's stronger than you 100%, um, and bullies you around a little bit. But there's a playfulness to it, like a kind of, like... I'm a sub. This is what... <laughs> <laughs> there's an element to that. Um, and the, after the, you wake up the sixth day of the week, the most pounding headache you've ever had, and you look around the... Because the, the Beast Walkers all basically... Uh, de- they kind of bed down in the bottom of the ship in the hull where they've kind of built like this den of like, you know, bunk beds and, and pillows and, and blankets. And it's kind of just this big den. Um, and you wake up and the first thing you see is there's like like coloured streamers and like ribbons hang- hung around. It looks like there are like flower petals scattered around everywhere. Um, very strange. And you look around, and uh, the, a bunch of the, the, the wolf pack are kind of on their normal beds, and Kamara is there, and she's passed out blackout drunk as well. And what are you all doing in my captain's quarters? They don't, they don't stir. They're <sighs> so passed out. But you kind of look over, and you can see that uh, Faith has your just, she's like, cl- like holding onto your body. Like she's like holding, oh and you're, you're nude. Oh my god! <laughs> Maybe you'd have your little pants on, your little initial no. pants. You'd have your initial Embroidered. pants on. Yeah. Um, but you can see that they've, like, you have, like, a, a fur, like, a, one of the blankets has been cut to be, like, almost like a, like a, like a furry kind of, like, cape or something. Um, you have, like, a piece of, like, blanket taped to, to your backside, like a tail. Um, like, what? Little fabric ears stuck into your Oh, head. my God. And there's, on one of your fingers, there is a braided... Like rope r- ring of made of like braided. Oh no! <laughs> I got fucking married to a wolf lady. I mean, oh my god, they, they made you a little wolf suit. Are we gonna have cubs? <laughs> In my pocket. Are they gonna be little weird cubs? What the hell did that complication say? Oh. Do you know what it says? Surprise! You're married! <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. amazing. That's hilarious. He well, because the thing is, is he rolled really low as well, <laughs> so it kind of like you get the bad results. I mean, That's he's not really married; he's proposed, right? Like engaged. Here's the thing: do you don't know how the wolf pack works. You're probably not legally married, 
But Kamara, and it, this is when it starts to dawn on you, you're like, they're alphas here. Kamara is here. They've never brought Kamara down before. But she's there, and you can see that she's covered in ribbons as well, and there's these flower petals, and it, like, something's happened here. I'm just going to prod Fang. Faith. Faith. Still can't even remember a name. Uh, <laughs> she's like, ah. And she kind of, like, 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 Kind of uh, like looks, and she's like, "What? What time is it?" Um, ah. Honestly, I, I don't know. Uh, it's Lucius, and then she just wraps her hands around you, and like full-on kiss, like full-on oh. goes in for it. Yeah, uh. and you can kind of like turn your head to the Ooh. side, like, but like she's like, ah, and then she just kind of like settles into your like arms. I, I think uh, yes, ah, and she just like she's probably still drunk. Like, you're hungover, but she's still pretty tipsy. Let me just, uh, you need some more rest, clearly. Yeah, uh, I was pretty tired. I'm just gonna, and she just kind of, like, pours back in and kind of just, like, lays on the ground and just mm. yeah, probably falls back to sleep. Yes. Well, <clears throat> none of the others are awake. I look that... around in my pants. In you, don't know where, you don't know where your clothes are. And the little ears and the tail. Yep. <clears throat> they dressed you up. And I'm just gonna, they did. Just gonna walk away. <laughs> well, um, so as you're like walking up the stairs, you probably notice that there are like claw marks down your like back and arms, like like little bite marks and things like that all over your body. You don't know who gave those to you. You don't. Even, you're not sure. Um, yeah, there you go. That's the end of that week. Uh, we'll, we'll extend that maybe. Maybe that happened over two weeks. I think. <laughs> Do you want to continue carousing with the crew? Nope. <laughs> I'm going to take a bit of a break after that one. Okay. So the next question for me is like Century. Like, what did you like? Did you just want to like spend time with like Howard and those guys, um, or did you want to get to know like the Wolfpack as well? Or yeah, yeah. I think we called cool to spend time with Howard. Like, chill yeah. out with Howard. Um, uh, there's you've got Howard, Lookout, Penny, who's the Lancian. like marksman, Lancian. <laughs> Uh, Lancian, like, if, like, he'll cling on to anybody who shows interest. Like, if anybody's like, Lancian, I've got a job. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he'll just, like, follow you around and stuff. Um, then you've got the wolf pack and then Araya and then yeah. obviously the players. So, like, yeah. I mean, and you don't have to specify. You can just say, like, I want to spend time with all of them. Yeah. You can just say that you want to spend time with them. I think I do that, yeah. Okay. And do you have, like, a particular thing you want to try and... Because, you know, there's quite regular, like, you would probably see, like, Lucia sneaking off with the wolf yeah. pack to drink mm. in, like, part of the room. Yeah. But some of the other wolf pack, like, gamble up on the top deck. They've, like, played, like, a dice game. Um, Howard and Lancian and Lookout kind of get together and sing songs and kind of, like, sit around and talk about, you know, life back home and stuff like that. Um, is there anything in particular? Like, because Century doesn't really drink, drink. So, no. yeah. I probably just say like, just talk to them, like ask them about like what their homes like and find out more about them and yeah, where they're from, what they do. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I think Howard is just like, oh well, you know, I'm I'm from a it's a little tiny place really up in uh, up in Al Saraf. It's just a, a tiny little place in the middle of nowhere really. Um, lived there for a while. Uh, I don't know. It's a lovely little peaceful life for me. I'm a little farmer and. A lovely little orchard, a little apple orchard. Um, but, you know, things change in life, don't they? Yeah. You, know, you, you get the bumps and jumps in the road. And, yeah. Um, and I, I had to move on. I, there was a lot of lovely memories there, but there were some sad ones too. And so, and so I, I, I got a, a trip up to the Sky Seas. Never been so amazed in all my life. I tell you, looking oh, around. Beautiful. Beautiful and yeah. amazing. Things I never thought I'd see. Uh, and then I started working for a bunch of people up there. I was a... I was a, a barman for a while, and uh, I used to cobble shoes for a while, and and then you know I just I realised I hadn't seen much of the world, and I was like, you know what? 
airships. I want to serve <laughs> on an airship. Yeah. I signed up with the... And then you all employed me, and here I am. Well, it's hard not to. You're such a little charmer. Oh, you're too kind, Miss Sentry. You're too kind, I reckon. <laughs> too kind, I tell you. You remind uh, me a lot of the people back home. Oh, and where's home for you, Miss Sentry, eh? Home, well, home, home is solving. And always will Solving. Solving. Don't think I know a solving, but I'm not very well travelled. Didn't have much book learning either. No, solving was before the sundering. Solving... Right, of course, because that you're... You must, oh, you must be a thousand years old, I reckon. Mm, may, maybe. Um, I'd hope not. Are you, wow, and Lansing's just like, wow, a thousand years old, really? Uh, <laughs> I know that I'm, some of the celestials uh, that, uh, you know, speak to uh, us Azamar, they've lived for who knows how long, for all eternity. Oh, oh that's, that's in, okay, that's, that's good to know. Hmm. Look out! Just kind of, kind of sees a little bit of discomfort. It's like incorrect, Howard. Sentry unit uh, has not technically lived that long, but she was around before then. It is somewhat difficult to explain. We enter a period of sleep where we are not really aware of what is happening. Oh right! God, you must be bloody tired. So you must be pretty <laughs> tired when you can sleep that long. I'm feeling that yes, tired. Howard. Yes, that is exactly it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I had to... Well, certain situations put me into a, a long sleep and then I woke up and met my friends. And here we Ooh, are. That's lovely. Make a persuasion check for me, please, Sentry. 17. 17. So I think out of all of this, um, you think that Howard and Lancian, spending time with them each night, kind of singing songs with them... Lantian begins to actually calm down a little bit with you and he takes you very seriously. Like when you ask him to do something, there's none of his usual bluster and energy trying to get you to let him do something more. He's like, okay, Sentry, yeah, I'll do that. And then he just goes and does it and he does it as best as he can. And Howard, there's less of the kind of just like, ooh, pleasant chit chat. And there's some genuine moments where he, he reveals to you, he's like, well, uh, one night when you're kind of maybe like you're helping him cook for like the big dinner when it's just you and him in the galley. So you remember I told you that um, I left my home because it was a bit, there were some, some sad memories. It's like, well, you know, my, uh, my husband, he got sick, uh, very sick, unfortunately, and uh, he passed away. Um, and uh, I, well, we had, we had adopted a little, a little boy, but I, I, I didn't really know how to be a dad. You know, I, it was always it was always my, my husband who, who looked after him. And, you know, I could play and I could have fun, but I didn't really know how to raise a boy. And I thought the best, I thought the best thing for him would be to maybe, you know, find people that could. Um, but I, did I make the right decision? You know, I, I don't know if I made the right decision. I keep thinking, like, I, I was being selfish. Do you think I was? I don't think so. I don't think you were, Howard. I just wonder, is he going to wonder what happened to me? Does he, will he even care? I'm sure he will. I'm, you're, a, you're a lovely man, Howard, and it's, mm. an, it's been lovely getting to know you, and I think, I think that would have imprinted on him. I think he must often wonder where you are. Oh. Thank you, Sentry. That's really kind. So, uh, yeah. and, you, and you think that genuinely those two, you have a, a pretty good friendship, um, and if you ask them to do something, they'll, they'll do something for you, uh, no matter what it is. So, yeah, oh. you can come in. Scrolls. Yeah, I want to make some scrolls. Can I, during one of the chats that Sentry is having with Howard, mm. like I'm looking at some uh, stock 
and storage things and like mm -hmm. that. And I, uh, Howard. Um, yes, Mr. Quartermaster, sir. I'm noticing some. Sorry. Uh, thank you. That's the correct salute. Thank you. Um, I'm noticing some irregularities in some of the stock. Uh, it seems we have a surplus of some of the uh, ale, where I imagine we would have run dry by now, but do you know anything about this? Have you been using ale more in your recipes, perhaps? <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Quill! <laughs> <laughs> the wolf pack, they've been, I've been making moonshine for them! Moonshine? Oi, I've been making it out of taters and veggies and all sorts, <laughs> just been letting it fester and, and all sorts and... Oh, they, they said that they'd eat me if I didn't! Did they? Oi. Really? No, they didn't. I wanted to make the moonshine sir. That ale's piss water. I, do they? Do they? I don't, don't fire me, please. Do they enjoy? I the natural one. <laughs> do they? The perfect natural one. Did they not enjoy the ale? They said it was weak, sir. They said it was too light. They, they couldn't enjoy themselves, and they were right, Mister Quill. <laughs> they were right. This moonshine. Oh my God. How strong is it? it? It's oh, it's the worst, Mister Quill. Really? Oh, it's right bathtub gin stuff it is. <laughs> I've been making it in one of the baths. <laughs> okay, okay, but 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 the wolf pack have been enjoying it. Oi. As long as no one else drinks it, I'm sure it'll be fine, right? <laughs> I they they're strong drinkers, sir, and I mean oh, I know a good I can have a good drink myself as well, I can handle myself and I don't okay. make too much of it, sir. I, just enough, you know. Although I've been stockpiling it and the barrel was empty the other day. It was empty? The moonshine? Yeah. Okay, maybe just a big party for the wolf pack. Maybe. Must have but been. But if they keep drinking it, we might go blind. So maybe <laughs> the next time we do a supply run, can we get a bit something stronger? Listen, if you from now on keep me apprised of any stock situations or any stock requirements you may need. Right. This moonshine, if it keeps the wolf pack happy, go ahead. As morale right. officer, I approve this. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. Quill. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do it again, I promise. It's I'm sorry. Okay, don't worry. <laughs> okay. Bless um, it. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so. Oh, yeah. Is this actually Fawn Over now, or is this like. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go into. I only Nova's... give it to her if Sentry's going to give it to her. I'm going to go into Nova's quarters okay. and put it on her pillow. Okay. All right. Carry on. Uh, and yeah, I, I will, in the other uh, times when I'm not managing stock and plotting courses and things, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I want to make some... Some scrolls. Uh, scrolls. And so I, tell me what you want to make. <clears throat> I think uh, I will make... Uh, how much were they again? 250 for a level 2? Yeah, 250 for a level 2 and it takes 3 days. Uh, how much money do we have, Nova? <laughs> uh, Ooh, everyone loves admin! Um... <laughs> <laughs> I think Sentry broke Nova. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of money. So we have um, 748 in just gold. And then we have a ruby statue at 150, a silver bar at 100. We also have a ceremonial, ceremonial gold and pearl dagger and an obsidian statuette of Starban. Cool. So I'm going to say for the purposes of this, it will need to be the raw gold. Like, sure. because when you go into a town, like, you can just trade the, the other objects for money and stuff. Yeah. Like, normally they're just part of a trade. For things like scrolls, the gold really represents, like, things that you already have on the ship or that you can procure, like, when you stop off at points, like fancy inks, fancy parchments, um, stuff like that. Okay, uh, I guess in that case, I'd probably make a, a level two cure wounds. Okay, so 250 and then, in three days. And then two level one cure wounds. 
So that takes basically a week, yeah, because that's five days. And then the two level ones are 25 gold each, so you're talking 300 gold for the lot. Y- yeah? I think no, 350. No, yeah, three, no, 300, 300. gold for the lot. Two, one level two and two level ones. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, 300 gold. 300 gold, okay. Okay. We now have 448 raw gold. Okay. Nice. Um, as, as the crew, you, I mean, how, how obvious is it, what happened to Lucius? Like, I want to hear the rest of this tale. So, I go back to the captain's quarters and sleep for another, like, four or five hours. Okay, yeah, So sure. I'm not usually, I'm usually around at I this think, point. I think the only person that sees you going back to your quarters, uh, there's two people that see you kind of sneaking back to your quarters, because it's late at night, like, or really early in the morning. Quite early in the morning. There's only two people awake. Lookout, because he's a guardian and his job is to keep a lookout, and Helios, who doesn't sleep. Uh, Helios just looks at you and smirks. <laughs> Lookout is just placid. Captain? <laughs> I'm just going to collapse in bed. Mm-hmm. Wake up like hours later. And I think the next time the crew would see me is I'm on the very top of the ship. And from the back, it looks like I've just got my hands on my hips just thinking about the next course. On the other side, I'm crying. <laughs> so you move as, as front as you can so nobody can be in front of you. And you're just like... <laughs> okay. Why are you so sad? It's um, just <laughs> got himself into a dilemma. Okay. The three of you, so Nova, Quill and Sentry, make insight checks for me. Because okay. oh, this is going to be like over the next week, I want to see how much they pick up on not Lucius's behaviour, on Faith's behaviour. <laughs> I've got 14. 18. 15. 18, 15. Okay. So, Lucius, <laughs> how do you handle the fact that over the next week, so this kind of all happens in like the first two weeks, and then in the last week of travel, um, fuck, actually, I forgot that something happens on like the first week. So before this, so probably before the marriage, or no, let's say after for, for fun. Yeah. So after that, which happens on like the end of the first week, um, you notice the airship begins flying closer to a large landmass. And you begin to see mountains which actually look oddly familiar, even though you're looking at them at an odd angle, as uh, the Storm Chaser passes over the very northern tip of Suvona and begins making its way across Corsadi. And about halfway through the second week, there is alarm amongst the crew. They begin pointing down and shouting, uh, and Kamara you know, gets a message to you officers. She's like, we have an incoming dragon. A dragon? From down, from down, from there. From Corsari. A dragon! This will be from the Dragon Ball military, I hope. Um, uh, it, the airship, so I'm going to change the airship slightly. Um, the airship speed is, is not going to be as much as a dragon's. Basically, the airship doesn't move very fast in terms of like combat movement, yeah. but it can move consistently without getting tired, which allows sure. it to travel against distances. Um, and the dragon is basically beelining for the ship. What do we do? Uh, it's still quite far out now, but it is de- definitely heading towards the ship. Can I see anyone, like, riding it? Or Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. With your quill, <laughs> of course you can. Uh, so there's a few things you see. So first of all, riding on the back of this dragon, which is... You've never seen a dragon in person. You know that they exist, that they serve the... Well, they're the commanders, really. They're the kind of officers of the, of the Dragon Ball military. Right. Um, they vary in ages and sizes. You suspect this one can't be that old. It, it, it's not a baby, 
maybe it's an adult or maybe it's quite young, you're not sure, but it's not one of their ancient generals. Like, their generals are known dragons that are very old and very, very powerful, have magic, have magic item treasuries and all sorts of things. Yeah. Um, this one does not look to be one of those. And there's four dragonborn, all wearing what appears to be uh, kind of like bronze-colored um, armor. Uh, that you can see that they have crossbows, they have long spears, they have uh, blades at their side, and these huge kind of like oval shields. Um, and they are armored up and ready to go. And there's a special harness. Two of them are just holding onto the sides of the dragon. Two of them are riding on its back. Um, and it's flying directly for the thing. You also see, looking down on the continent of Corsari itself, it is is mainly a desert region, so you can see that it's quite hot and arid. It's not like sand desert, but maybe more like blasted, um, like plains and flatlands. Um, very dry, temperate uh, kind of conditions. Um, and from where the dragon has come from is what you... It looks like a sprawling city that has covered a huge Starbane ship that is embedded in the ground. Wow. But cool. this ship isn't black crystal like you've seen. It's golden crystal um, that seems to swirl and ebb and flow with power. And then a town has just built, been built on and around it um, and then created a town around the ship itself. Is it rudimentary or pretty... The town? Sure, yeah. Substantial, hastily built, but we're not talking like, you know, a slums or a ramshackle place. This is like actual proper buildings, but maybe cool. not built. A big disaster would probably cause a lot of damage here. We're talking like maybe stone foundations. The rest of it is wood or maybe sandstone, that kind of material. Like um, probably built with the aid of magic as well. Mm. Do we know the uh, name fact, of it? In fact, for sure, there are the, any of the larger buildings look like they've been sculpted from pure stone. Like, no brickwork. They're cool. just, like, shaped into buildings. Cool. Very cool. Do, we, do I know the name of that? Uh, of the town? I think Quill, being of a messenger guild, you would know. Um, the town is kind of named after the ship itself. Where the ship is called the Vivex. The Vivex. Mm-hmm. Which, do you speak Draco uh, Draconic? Uh, no. Okay. Uh... Unless... I do. Okay, so what if, if you tell glory? Nova, Nova will tell you that it means the glorious. Oh. Cool. Um, and were they allies during the Sundering? Yes. Amazing. All of the Dragonborn that came here, yeah. um, all the Dragonborn that came in the gold ships are allies of Siaska. Sentry would know there are Dragonborn who serve Callus that never rebelled and stayed on Draconis. Um, and they are basically split into two people, um, the metallic uh, dra draconic military and the chromatic uh, draconic military. But I guess the ones that are here are the defectors. They're the defectors. Yeah. That doesn't mean that all of the dragonborn here are like metallic dragonborn. The dragonborn are all different colours. You get reds, whites, greens, coppers, silvers, golds, all sorts of different dragonborn. It's the dragons that mattered. So the dragons that rebelled were the metallic dragons. The dragons that stayed were the chromatic dragons. Okay. Cool. Gotcha. Just because otherwise it's yeah, it's easier for me to basically say, like, chromatic's bad, yeah. metallic's good. Um, I guess so it'd be easy know. for us as well. Just yeah, like, and oh, Quill, chromatic one. you notice that the dragon flying up towards you is a is a, is a a uh, brass or like a coppery, a copper dragon. Okay. Uh, and as it begins approaching closer and closer, the, the wolf pack are like looking to the captain and Araya like, what do we do? It's coming. Am I? Is this post-hangover yes. bad day? Yes. Cool. 
Uh, <laughs> Great. Araya. <laughs> yes, Captain? I hand diplomatic uh, uh, stuff to Quartermaster Quill, Morale Leader Sentry, and yourself. I will okay. take a back seat. You got this. All right. I believe in you. <laughs> she looks at you and is like, are you hungover? I'm sick. It's a high elf thing. Please continue. All right. Okay. Um, Quartermaster Quill, Sentry, what do we do? Are we, are we defending ourselves? Are we just allowing this dragon to fly up to us? I mean, I think they're the ones being defensive. Uh, we're flying over their territory. This is a military. They just want to know what we're doing, making sure okay. that we're not the bad okay. guys. Okay. Yeah. Um, we see what they do? Let's we don't have anything talk. dangerous on board or anything, do we? Moonshine. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> but um, do we stop the ship? Do we let them know? That's, that's your decision, Quartermaster Quill. Uh, uh, I mean... You and Sentry and Miss Nova... Can we stop? Just let them know. What would look less like we're trying to stop and attack them? Just, just, just slowing the ship down. Just slow the ship down. Let them catch up. All right. They've got nothing to hide. No All right. Run. Yeah. Uh, she goes up to the wheel, um, and there's like these sections of pipes that connect to the engine room and like the the crew quarters downstairs. Arya speaks into one of them, like uh, Miss Engineer Nova, cut power to quarter quarter engines. Aye, aye, not Captain. The captain is not feeling very well, apparently, so he has handed over authority to myself, Quartermaster Quill, and Morale Officer Sentry, just so you are aware. Why are we slowing? There is a dragon approaching us. <gasps> you may wish to come up to the top deck. She, so she'll probably just hear a clatter and then, DRAGON! And then just <laughs> footsteps. Okay. <laughs> um, I'd say after a week by the way, Nova, if you were working on your... You have, like, the base metal gauntlet. Okay, so it's, um, it's just like an armoured hand. Yeah. It doesn't really move very well, but it protects you when you're trying to hold stuff. And it hides it. And it hides it. Cool. Um, and you're feeling a bit better, but that fatigue, fatigue is still there and things like that. Yeah. Um, uh, you've not looked at the hand recently. You don't know how bad it is, but okay. you've kind of been hiding it. Um, there is a booming voice as you begin to slow, and the dragon begins approaching. Slow your vessel and bring it to a halt. You are being inspected by the Draconis Militarum. Stand steady. Mm. Uh, okay, messenger ring to Nova. Uh, you need to go back zero speed this time, not 25%. Huh? What? I already stopped the engine. Oh, I thought you 25%ed it. Okay. Nova stopped it. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Orion kind of looks over at you like, yeah, I thought that as well, but mm. never mind. I just heard dragon. <laughs> the ship comes Great. to a full stop. Um, you can see the wolf pack. All their hair is like standing up and they're kind of like looking around like, oh God, what do we do? It's nice to stay calm. We're just like... <laughs> like Kamara's hands. like, come on, you're professional, stand your ground, it's fine. Uh, and then you just hear... <laughs> as this enormous, like huge, coppery form, its giant claws... Wow. Uh, it kind of hovers, but it places its claws kind of softly on the deck of the ship and keeps its wings hovering in place, but you know it could just tighten its grip and hold onto the ship at any notice. Mm -hmm. The four dragonborn on it swing themselves onto the deck and immediately, chink, swords and shields are out as they stand. Um... The dragon kind of looks over at the gathered crew. The wolf pack have like little short bows that they're holding, but they're not drawn and they're kind of like looking terrified of this dragon. Um, Kamara and the other officers are kind of like waiting, you know, to attention. Um, Howard is probably cowering in the galley. Lancian is at the front of the ship like, there's a dragon! <laughs> um, and eventually the, the coppery dragon kind of looks around 
and its form begins to shift and meld and change until it becomes a tall humanoid but with like very elongated elven ears like extremely wide and this coppery beautiful hair just spills down almost to the floor beautiful features but with a deep scar running all the way down its chin and neck um, and he just stands before you in these glorious robes. Greetings, ship. I am, I am uh, Custodian Amadrasos. You are violating Corsadi airspace under jurisdiction of the Draconium Militarum. We were not informed of your scheduled arrival or travel through our airspace. Declare what is happening now. Uh, Who are you? I am the quartermaster of this ship. Where is your captain? Uh, the captain is right here, and I'm pointing to Araya. This is our captain, Araya. You are the captain of the vessel, and she kind of looks at you like, <clears throat> Shut the, why have you done this to me? <laughs> I can't, captain, is hungover. <laughs> I am uh, acting uh, captain for you. Uh, currently, our captain is unwell. He is with our doctor at the moment, so I am acting captain. Looks to Quill. <laughs> That's what I meant when I said current captain. Um, mm. The course uh, takes us from, um, well, where Gusthaven was to Gisela. Um, and the quickest route, unfortunately, just grazed over the top of uh, your militarum. Grazed is certainly a term you could use. But our airspace, as dictated in our treaty with uh, with Arois, you are must uh, you must get our permission. You are not authorized to travel through without forward agreement and traveling papers. Where are they? Uh, uh, we don't have any traveling. Where would we go to get such traveling papers? <sighs> and the, you can see the sol- soldiers kind of like whoosh, they they don't sheath their swords, but they kind of drop them and form a more relaxed stance. Oh. Great Starworm, forgive me for dealing with these ignorant travellers. It's our first flight on this ship. So at this point, As it is always someone's first trip. At this point, Nova comes barreling out and is like, Dragon! Where's the dragon? Who is this? Oh, this is our engineer, chief engineer, uh, Nova. I heard there was Egana. a dragon. I am the dragon, Eganasi. <gasps> I thought that perhaps it would be easier for me to converse with you in this form. Uh, do not test me, however. I can assure you I can resume my draconic form as I am needed to. I want to see that. You will need... First of all, I will need to conduct an inspection of your ship to make sure that you are not carrying contraband or anything dangerous that could harm Corsadi or the Draconis Militarium. Then you will need to come down with me to the Vivex to sign the appropriate papers. Uh, there will be an investigation. You will be held for some time. Uh, how long? As long as it takes, until the general agrees that you are permitted to travel through our airspace. We, we don't know how much time we have. What do you mean? Um, uh, we are trying to get to a place to preserve... You're using vague language, bird. Speak directly and clearly. I am a, dra- I am a dragon of Draconis. Our guardian, Sentry, something is wrong with her and we are trying to find a means to fix her. Where? In, in Gisela, a place called the City of Glass. City of Glass. Thorgrim, do I know of this place? One of the Dragonborn is like, 
Ah, I'm not sure, Your Excellency. Ah, it is, uh, I've heard rumors of a ruin made of glass in the, the neighboring continent. In Kamina. In Kamina. Does not ring a bell. It is not of any strategic value. It is a ruin, a relic from the war. There are no, it is not populated. We do not believe there to be any weapons or uh, magical effects there. It has been scoured before, my lord, uh, your excellency. There are perhaps some defunct guardians there. Um, nothing, nothing of importance. Uh, fine. I will conduct my inspection. Then we will continue this conversation. Yes? Uh, okay. But I must urge you that we do try to make it as quick as we can. He kind of just... He just doesn't even register that comment. Like, he's just like... Mm, and just marches around the ship. Um, you can see he doesn't... He leaves his guards where they are. Uh, maybe one of them comes with him, the one that was giving him advice. And he just barges into the captain's quarters. He just goes up to it, opens it, looks inside. What does he see? <laughs> uh, I'm taking off the tail, looking you in the mirror. You still had it on? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. It was underneath the... Uh, the coat, okay. Yeah, you found your clothes. They were up in your room somehow. And I'm just talking to myself. I said, you've got to do this, Lucius. Who are you? <laughs> who are you? More importantly, who are you? I am an Amadrasos. Right. And you're in my captain's quarters because? The dragonborn with him just smiles. I am the current custodian of the Corsari airspace. Your ship has violated it. Oh. And then his form radiates with power and light. Can you make a wisdom saving throw uh. for me, please? <laughs> sure. Seven. You are so scared of this thing. You you immediately know this is a dragon in in a humanoid form. Like... It could probably incinerate you. It could probably turn you into a frog. It could. You don't know what it could do to you. It's an ancient, powerful, magical thing. Please, we meant no harm. We just have to get on our way immediately. Grovel in the corner. I need to search this cabin. <laughs> and he begins going through the cabin and just, like, pulls stuff off shelves. Like, literally, like, doesn't treat it with any respect. It's just, just like, knocking stuff off. Just knocks it off. Picks up the bed. Like, literally picks up the bed. Turns it over. This is, uh, this is brand new. Hmm. Looks around. You can see he even like goes up to like the paneling and is like trying to see if there's like secret compartments and bangs I'm like it on around. Looking at the dragonborn, it's like, oh, will it be repaired or cleaned? <laughs> uh, he just laughs but doesn't say anything. He just kind of thinks. Uh, the dragon seems like it kind of looks around, mm. satisfactory, and it moves into the ready room and looks around on these maps. Hmm. They do not appear to have any formal destination planned. How long does this fear last? Huh? As, as long as he's around. <laughs> like, it's as long as you're in his presence, you're just like... <sighs> uh, you can certainly make another saving throw if you like. I guess it's like every six... Yeah, it's like uh, every... Eight. eight. Yeah, so nope, still terrified. Um, he goes through into the ready room, he tosses like that around a little bit. Less destructively, so he just oh, kind wait, of pours uh, over the maps. Charmed. No, that's right. You do have advantage. Uh, no, it's a fear effect. Charm, so, yeah. yeah, it's a fear effect. Uh, he finishes in the ready room, uh, comes out onto the deck, um, makes his way downstairs. So here's my question. Do you have anything that you are worried about, and would it be hidden? 
I mean, would you have hidden things? Do you have things on your person? Mm. Or do you store them in your cabins? Specifically, I'm talking things like the ILS. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about, um, the, I guess, Helios and the Eterna. Uh, he can just merge Helios. with Sentry, so yeah, Helios not, is probably merged with Sentry. Well, I got Tiangong. Yeah, that's on uh, you, though. Uh, the ILS would be on me. Okay, so you just basically keep anything yeah. anything of of note you would keep on you. Um, an obsidian <laughs> statuette, a star vein. Is that on you? Or would you keep uh, well, that in like a... Uh, I guess I'd keep it in a loot room with all our, like, well, or a chest or something. With all our, do, we have, yeah. do we have the Lucius's uh, star vein uniform on the ship? Oh. Yes, you do. In fact, that would have been in the captain's quarters, wouldn't it? Fuck. Okay, so... Uh, maybe he comes back into the captain's room unsatisfied with his search. Uh, I will roll an investigate. I rolled an investigation for him. Uh, I got a 25. So he opens up the wardrobe and begins going through it, you through the clothes. And then 11. He, nope, still right. <laughs> and then he, then he stops. Thorgrim, arrest them. We have done absolutely nothing wrong. Pulls out a Starbane uniform. I can explain. I Begin. Can ex- Right, uh, the forces of Starbane are attacking Eros again and we are here to stop it. And I used that uh, because we were on a defunct starship not too long ago. And that we utilised that to get through into access of areas so that we could get back out and stop a threat that was threatening an underwater village recently. Holds it out. Your story is ridiculous. <laughs> which is why I'm inclined to believe at least some of it may be true. You say you acquired this on a... uh, Aegis 5. Aegis 5. Thorgrim, send word to the general. Have them cross-reference our records of an Aegis 5 belonging to the Starbane Empire. How did you access it? In fact, gather your officers. I will hail it from all of you at once. Very well. uh, uh, I'll messenger I like the fact you guys are just like, yes, sir, rolling around (laughs) for the, like... (laughs) Mr. I'm Dragonborn. In yeah, that's understandable for Lucius. Like he, he didn't like your sass. So. Um, yeah, our messenger. Yeah. There's, a, there's a, a copper dragon. Yeah, and I think the dragon is even like puts his head out and is like, "All of you, in here, officers." Sure. Okay. Might have been told off by a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Head down. You, you get the this creature is so arrogant. Uh, it just doesn't. It doesn't think you're really even worth respect at this point. It's just like, nah, stupid idiot mortals. I mean, this is probably just like 16th trade ship he's tussled in. Yeah. Like. Uh, so he brings you all in. Uh, you immediately see that the Starbane uniform is, is like on the floor. Uh, and he points at it. Um, explain. Uh, messenger ring, silently. Lucius, how much are we telling him? Uh, this is the full story. He we- casts a spell. Do you want to make an arcana check? Yeah. Okay. Turn of truth. Arcana, uh, 13. 13? I'd say probably enough, because it's not a high-level spell. You think he might be reading your minds. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. right. Attack thoughts. Cool. We found, in the depths of uh, the ocean, near a place called Yamalotai, which is about a week, week and a half ago, uh, a portal that takes you beyond the cradle to a... Uh, 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 Astral Citadel. Astral Citadel that is... Aegis 5. Aegis 5, yes. Um, In an attempt to stop some Sahagan threats that was emanating from this place. So we went into the 
Astral Citadel and stopped it. It needed us to have some kind of identification on us, and we just happened to find the outfit and a gem, actually, on us. I was cold. I was given underwater breathing, but I was just in my tight pants. Yes, uh, we had to swim there. Whilst you're, having this, whilst you're doing this, the, um, the surface thoughts, are you trying to hide your thoughts in any way? Are you trying to think of, like, jello instead of, like... I'm too scared to do it. So you're just, like, just blank. Logical, like, you're just yeah. like, I'm, you are scary, please don't eat me. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm kind of hard-focused on telling that story in case another thought comes in that's kind of like, oh, we're going there because we know Starbase back. <laughs> okay. And, and, you know, well, okay. Like well, make a wisdom saving throw for me then. Let's see how strong Quill's will to, like, focus on the task is. Uh, 19. 19, yeah. You you have a trained mind, honed by your kind of practicing of magic in Hesper's name uh, through daily rites and through messenger guild training. Like, you just focus on that story and blot out any other kind of thought. Yeah, I just don't want any, like, wayward thoughts to come in that's just, like, hmm. you know, talking about the purge or anything like that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, hmm, very well. Why? I will ask this of... Hmm. Guardian, why why did you enter into this strange realm? What what reason did you have to enter and, and go and fight explore the citadel? Most people, most of your kind, if they were aware of uh, a relic of Kalistarbane, they would be too terrified to enter. Why you? Why did you go there? Well, we were helping the people of Yamalotai, right? And then we got instructed to help fight the Zarhorgan threats, and then it ended up just leading us down that path. So you are just uh, mercenaries, or you are trying to help people? Is that it? Yeah, I think I think we are. Century was well. continuing her fight, and he does. He looks at you, and you think for the first time since this guy's come on board, he looks at Century and is like, "This is a warrior." And he's like, mm. "We're allies, are we not? We fought together during the Sundering, our kind." We did. We did. You. You are. You are uh, a credit to. Not only yourself, but to your creators, Guardian. You understand that when a purpose calls you, you must mm. go and search it out. You must go and fulfill that, correct? I do. That That's is what we're doing. well spoken. Well spoken. And you, I admire your iron will. I know that you were trying to keep errant thoughts from me. <laughs> clever. Very clever. Thank you. <laughs> I could not. You focused on the story. Could be a lie. But I think perhaps not. It is too ridiculous. This one is <laughs> too afraid of me <laughs> to lie. <sighs> Very well. So, you fight against Callus Starbane, yes? We do. We try to. Tell me, when you boarded this Astral Citadel, was there any indication that it was being used recently? Uh, I mean, yes, there was an active portal mm. connecting it to us. Uh, Did you encounter any officers, warriors of Kalistarbane there? There was an Eladrin called Sanshara. Eladrin. Shansara. Thorgrim, Shansara, make a note. He's like, yes, emissary. Are and you... did they say anything? Uh, did they speak of any actions or of Kalis? I mean... She seemed very distant and separate from the actual ongoings of Callus and their entire operation. It seemed like she wasn't completely... Their entire operation? Up to date. 
<laughs> that implies knowledge of something bigger. They're attacking us! They're all coming! We've seen him! You've seen him? Yes. Explain. Well... You can just say, I explain. For once it's not me. Yeah. I'm just saying, that's what I'm thinking. I explain <laughs> the events with like the portal. It's like about. verbal diarrhea. Okay. Do you just... Everything? You just not, explain Well, it. just like... I mentioned name, everything, yeah. But in like a... And then we... And then, and then, and then Valor did this and then... Away. He holds up his... Valor as well. Yeah. Okay. okay. He holds up his hand and he's like, stop. And you feel that presence begin to diminish and the fear kind of begin to evaporate as he... Whatever presence he was putting out, like, secedes. We are aware of Callus's return. Uh, I am alarmed to hear that you individuals have encountered him directly. But perhaps if you were spared, this gives us an opportunity for information. I understand your desperate need to help the Guardian. I'm very sympathetic. But you must come and speak with the General. Uh, or you must send an emissary to come with me. It's okay, we can go. Will it take... This is important. Will it take the time that you mentioned it would take before? No. For, for freelance traders that travel throughout our space, if you did not have this information, if you had not told me about what has happened, we would have kept you for some time. We do not appreciate travelers coming through our airspace unwarranted and unlicensed. It would have considerably taken some time. But you have told me of what has happened. That is important. First of all, you have information that the military needs. Secondly... There are things that you do not know yourselves. There are plans in motion. The leaders of the Rois have been speaking. We have been contacted by the gods, and they have made us aware of plans. However, to avoid a general panic, this has not been told to the wider population of the worlds, of the continents yet. We've struggled with that dilemma ourselves and who we should and shouldn't tell. You are wise to tell one of me. The dragons... We have seen what Callus has done firsthand. Me too. He kind of looks at you and nods. We escaped his war and came here to warn your predecessors, to warn Siaska. Bless her. And he kind of raises his hands to the sky. We are preparing. But the dragons do not have the power to resist him alone. We barely think that he used a fraction of his military strength the last time he came. He had some sort of plan. Even now, there are... He kind of pauses and you can see that there's something he's not telling you. There are things that you do not know. Um. I will keep you... I will not keep you any longer than I must. But you must come and speak with the general. Um, you, you mentioned an emissary. To send to talk with the generals and... Yes. I could be that person. If I feel like everyone needs to get Sentry to this city of glass and fix her as quick as he can, I can head down, talk to the generals. I've got this connection with Hesper. Maybe he can help. Um, Quill, considering you're the one that brought Sentry back and was the first one to see her, I think it's important that you also are the present for the City of Glass. I know, but... Perhaps there is something we can do. 
First of all, we could provide you with an escort to Gisela. Any attempts to interfere with your travels, we would be able to protect you and help you reach your destination safely. What is the problem you are having, Guardian? Uh, it appears that I've begun to enter my shutdown phase. Mm. I don't know how long I've got left, but it could, could be days, could be years. I still have two years, but... We have my people and the Dragonborn who we raised. We do not have the expertise as your creators had, but we are perhaps a little more advanced than the people of Erois. We know something of the Guardian's creation. It is possible that our finest mages could take a look at you. They could perhaps determine how much time you do have. They maybe even have ways to not delay it, but stave off the uh, experiences you have. I know that guardians um, sometimes display erratic behaviors. Yes, correct, yes. We may be able to prevent that, temporarily, of course. That sounds, that sounds better than guessing. If that alleviates some of your concerns, I would prefer to hear from all of you, so would the general. You, Ganassi, you have been very quiet. Did... What are you thinking about as well? I think Nova's mind is probably like a Rolodex in the wind, just like throwing up all the kind of things that have been happening in the last however long we've been on this crazy adventure. Like every single freaking encounter from Zakira mm -hmm. to Valor to the Shadow Goliath to the recent stuff that happened um, in the Twilight Corals and on the Starship. Mm -hmm. And then it's just going like, in, in, I think a, through it all is probably like, just Tiangong, like just thinking, always coming back to Tiangong. Mm -hmm. And then I'm probably going to turn to this guy and just be like, do, <clears throat> hi, um, do, um, do, does anyone, um, do you know about Hadar? Looks around. Ogrim, wait outside. He gestures with his hand, his human, you know, human-formed hand, and the door shuts on its own. He looks around. <sighs> gestures. <sighs> throws his hand out. You must be very careful speaking that name. Speaking that name has power. Power to eat. When Callus came to Draconis, his ships encircled our planet, but he came in peace. He traveled down with gifts of magic, technology, gold, things that many of my ancestors craved. They desired power, wealth, and he promised he offered them to us. For one price, we join his empire, fight in his armies to defeat Hadar, the Red Star, the insatiable hunger, the endless void. He brought pretty Eladrin and pretty dwarves and humans and winged women who spoke with silver tongues into the ears of our dragonborn and our kin. They warned us of an impending doom. And we believed him. 
clutches of our dragons, of our warriors, were taken beyond our world and into the astral into the astral sea to fight against the endless horrors of death. The red star is real, and it is a grave threat to this world and to all others. But Callus's means are not an acceptable term. He enslaves. He made mutants of my people, corrupted them with dark magic, fueled on our life force, on eggs, unborn dragons. He turned them into beings of malicious malevolence. He enslaved my people and destroyed my planet. He turned it into a furnace, a whole planet just to make weapons and war machines. He destroyed my people to do this war. And as evil and as wrong as the Red Star may be, we would not stand for it any longer. So we came here. We learned that Callus needed Erois, not in the same way that he wanted Draconis. He wanted Draconis as a, a foundry, a place for warriors. But Erois was special. One of my great ancestors, a clever gold dragonborn, a dragon woman, she discovered that Erois was the key to Hadar, to Callus's plans against Hadar. That he needed the planet whole. And that Siaska was the key to it all. So we took that information. We stole his ships. And the greatest of our ancient dragons gave their lives to infuse with the ships themselves. They became living weapons to transport us from Draconis to here, to warn Siaska and Erois what was to come. Now they are lost to us. The Vivex was a ship, but it was more than that. It was a dragon who will never return. So we know the Red Star, and I wish to all the powers of the universe and to all the gods that we can find a way to stop it. But we cannot do that by fighting alongside Callus. He would destroy everything that makes Erois what it is. And in some ways I would prefer death. He kind of leans back, takes a somber moment. Do you know that emissaries of Hadar are here? His eyes go wide. What? No, that is not possible. The cradle protects us. We encountered one in, in a ruin called the Night Eyes. I, this is why you must speak with the general. That cannot be allowed. I am, I am not as old as the others. I have lived a long time, but I was a child when we came to Erois. I know these stories because they are passed to us. But the general is ancient. The general knows. You must speak with him. I think we're all in agreement, are we not, to speak with the general? Yeah, let's speak. Yeah. And I think we can help. I believe so. You seem to have information. I do not know why. Perhaps it is destiny. Perhaps it is the great worm themselves that brought you to me. But now I must take you to them. 
to the general, to my people. You are not prisoners. You will be treated as guests. And my apologies for the disruption to your quarters. And he kind of stands up, brushes himself off. Come to the Vivex. You shall be grand guests of Amadrasos. And he kind of steps out and just jumps off the side of the ship and then <laughs> into a dragon shifts. I do the same plummet. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I believe! Um, Holy shit. So I guess, all, like, I guess all the other guards go with them. No, no, the guards, the dragon ball guards stay on your ship. But they don't interfere. They basically back off and they... One of, in fact, Thulgrim, the one that was taking notes, comes up to Araya as she is the acting captain. Sure. How can we help, uh, Captain? And she's like, oh, uh, well, um, some of my crew are not very well. Perhaps you could help with our sky sails. And they're like, of course. They snap a salute. They do the normal salute. Uh, <laughs> and then they go over and, and they, act, they just take to work as if they know how to run an airship and they, they help cool. uh, manage it. And we're heading down to... Yeah, and you basically, uh, Amadrasos will guide you down down towards the city itself. Um, there is no airship docking tower, um, but there is a big stretch of land, this kind of big, dry plain that has been leveled out, and there are these huge, almost like siege towers, like these wooden platforms, where the airship can basically park, and it gives you a place to disembark and make your way down. Cool. Okay. Um, as you begin to lower, the temperature definitely rises, and it becomes dry, um, and you, yeah, you just make your way down, and you can see that the city is bustling. This is a huge city um, that's been built up around the ship itself. Uh, it is almost all dragonborn, but there are some other races. You see traders, but they're rare. You see, go you see a lot of dwarves, um, Savonan dwarves in particular, uh, categorized by their hats. Yeah. Uh, and their hot weather clothes. I mean, they're not too far from Savona, I guess. So. Exactly. So there's a lot of Savonan dwarves. Um, there's actually a lot of tiefling merchants uh, okay. who you notice you've met a few tieflings. The tieflings that you see around the uh, around the Vivex um, are dressed ostentatiously. Bright oh. silks. They're like covered in like these super bright clothing. They dangle bells from their horns, and they have like jangly bracelets. And they're just like clapping. They're like, hey, hey, come buy some stuff. Yeah. And they're like trying to grab you and get your attention. Where was that? There was a tiefling that we met in... Um... Veskin. Yeah, Veskin. In uh, Meske, yeah. Yeah, where yeah. he, he dressed quite like normally compared to you, but yeah. he still had like the outrageous gold cod piece and like the tiny tight like shirt with his chest hair out. Yeah. Um, these guys are definitely like... And you, you see it's a mixture of genders and, and you see they're, they're quite covered up, but the fabric is still very loose and thin, so... It's kind of a bit sca uh, uh, scandalous in that, like, their bodies are kind of on show through these thin silks, but they have, like, these all this jewellery, and especially bells on the horn seems to be very common. So when they kind of, like, shake their head, you get, like, a ding, 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 like, rattling sound. Um, and as they walk and bob up and down and dance, dancing seems very common. Like, even if they've got, like, a merchant stole, they... Rather than being behind a stand, they come out in front and they're like juggling their wares and they're dancing around. Some of them like produce like fire in the air, like it spells out like sail and stuff like that. Um, What's the like military presence in this? Place? Heavy. Right. Basically, everywhere you go, you see on the uh, around the kind of battlements, which I guess would have been the deck of the great warship. You see that there are guards with crossbows constantly on patrol. Um, armed patrols through the town. 
extremely common, but very uniform, very disciplined. How are people acting when like a patrol walks through? How are people around them acting? So the people around them, like the, the other dragonborn who look like workers or laborers or the tieflings, the dwarves, any humans around, they step out the way and they're smiling. They're like, yeah, and okay. they kind of like, you know, so give like little like a, fake salutes. Yeah, military state sort of thing. <laughs> it is, but it seems that it doesn't seem to be causing any problems yeah. to the, the local citizenry, you know, like, they're kind of not celebrating the military as they go by, but they treat them like, oh, good luck. And well, like, you know, like they, they kind of wave them off. Feet and recently by no, <laughs> and there is like a terseness to them. You see a lot of kind of like tiefling merchants trying to sell stuff like as they go past. And the Dragon Ball Sodge is like, not today. And they just kind of push them out of the way, but not for, yeah. it's kind of like gentle, like, no, 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 out of the way. And phew, yeah. They're very disciplined. Yeah, okay. Um, and I think we'll end today with you guys being led through this bustling market um, up towards a huge metal gangplank uh, that's... It looks like it's been developed with, like, a defensive platforms on either side where you can see just rows of dragonborns with um, crossbows and halberds, um, and it leads up onto the warship itself. And as you draw closer, Nova and Sentry... You don't necessarily feel an Eterna, but this ship has a living presence. Oh. And you just, it's almost like listening to somebody in a deep slumber. You wow. hear, hear like so this, cool. like, cool. deep in your mind. And that's where we're going to end today. Wow. Man. Fuck for a session I didn't very... have a lot of notes prepped for, this turned into a lore dump. That's I mean, awesome. that's, that's one of my favourite time... episodes. Yeah. 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 That's so first good. time we've seen a Dragonborn as well, they yeah. are very cool. That fucking speech. That was, oh, that was incredible. Yeah. That was very Eating good. that lore. Oh, D&D. Oh. Oh. That's the stuff that I actually this have up here. So, so um, And you got married! I cannot believe I rolled that on the chart. I was like, this... This, if if you were if you were somebody else, I would have probably been like, okay, hang on, I'm gonna take my mic off. Like, I'm gonna check, is this okay? But you're Chris Trot, so I just did. Uh, <laughs> <Cool>. Thank you. <laughs> no, very cool. That was a that was yeah. Well, great that's it. Now we've not. Like, now you've had a, a, a thing which it's has called your way. Disruption. Like you, she's probably like Faith is probably like Wes. Where's Lucius? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no, like we left without her. Kind of locating through smell. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A sense of smell. A sense of smell, yeah. yeah. Oh, you, what do you think all the bites and claw marks were for? You've been marked, son. Uh, right, just a quick reminder, thank you again to D&D Beyond. Uh, thank yes. you to everybody we met at Luca. Don't forget Amazon Prime Sub. We are on next week, I think. There's no reason we wouldn't be. Uh, yeah, so no, we'll see yeah. you next week. See you next week, man. Um, and Delicious look out for week. Idol Champion Sentry on Rhiannon's yes. Twitter. Yes. And on yeah. Twitter. Keep an eye out. Keep, Keep an eye out. For that, holy crap, that's cool. Yeah. See you next time. See you next time. Bye. See you next time.